Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, my name is Sarah, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Fast. As always, alongside me is manager Jacob. I guess not as always, because you I'm weren't here you. for the, you're back. You weren't here for the last <laughs> episode for the Taylor Swift recap. And we're back. We've been away for a little summer vacation for we a couple recorded weeks. In like five weeks. Yeah, I, I think that's accurate. We have not recorded together in like five weeks at least. Yeah. Maybe it's wild. six actually. But we're back and we're better than ever. We're back. I have blonde hair. Um, you've been to a bunch of countries in Europe. There's a lot happening. We are going to do a full summer vacation recap episode. That is not this week. This week we're talking all things movies. But first, as always, I need to know what are you drinking or eating? Okay, I got to give a shout out to my friend Scott. Shout out Scott. Uh, because he actually sent me some of this and it arrived actually the day that I was leaving for my trip. So I didn't try it until I came back. And then he actually hooked me up with some more because I finished it all. Rosso yeah. Coffee says right here, the official Stampede Parade Coffee of the Calgary Very Stampede. Very specific sponsorship, but I love it. I know. I'm a big coffee drinker, as everyone knows. This is their turning point. This is what really sold me on it. Okay, so they but have like, like what, regular roast beans. Okay, so, so like, like what is it? Classic beans. Got it. Turning point. However, sometimes if you're a little lazy, this is, an, this is high quality coffee, but it's an instant pack. Oh, so like, I sent these to, to me too. I didn't know what it was. Yeah, That's instant coffee? Try. Okay, I'll instant. try instant. So this is like, boom. I threw one of these in my cup this morning because I was needing to jump straight into emails. and was a little bit too lazy to do coffee or like make my coffee in French. You have a French press. I don't. I do it a pour over. Uh, but it was amazing. It tastes great. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Rosso Coffee. I think uh, I'd be really interested to try those in like an iced coffee situation because instant coffee with iced coffee is really good. Okay. So I, I will do that, that and I will review it, Scott. I will we'll come report back. back. Um, I've been drinking Coronas. It's a big Corona summer for me. Oh, you um, doing buckets? Well, I haven't been anywhere for buckets yet. I just was at my cottage and that's like all I drank was Coronas. And then I was at Sam Hunt and all I drank was Coronas. Also, can we, can we like just give a shout out to your cottage? The fire pit, fire pit is looking nice. Know. 
Whoa. If you don't watch the vlogs, which I don't know why you would listen to this podcast and not watch the vlogs, <laughs> to be completely honest. But I hand dug with my parents that fire pit and it took so long and it felt like I was doing CrossFit. So I just appreciated it that much more getting to sit there. Yeah. And from afar, because I saw the vlog when you were like spacing it out and like measuring it like when mm -hmm. you were there the, a few months ago yeah. and then when you came back and you're like oh let's have a fire or whatever and it's looks pristine it's and it can fit 10 people comfortably say, on big. the one side even because we like didn't want the smoke in our face so we like moved all to the one side and snuggled in perfect and it is beautiful and you can go watch the vlogs and catch up on that so but yeah rocking the Ronas. nothing like a, a rona in my adirondack chair around the fire in nova scotia Coronas, limes. Do you do yes, the whole like always. pop in, yeah. turn upside down? Oh, what? To get the lime to go like further down. <laughs> nope, I just shove it in the in the top there. Okay. Yeah. The only thing is the the like mosquitoes and stuff come at me more when they have a lime. Ah, too bad. So sometimes I'll like too opt bad. out for it. Sarah, what are you watching or reading this week? So on my vacation, I read two books. I would say I'm like out of my slump now because I've been in and out of a slump for a while. I read Love Theoretically, which is by Allie Hazelwood. Uh, she's also written like the love. She basically writes about like women in STEM falling in love. So it's kind of cool. And then I read Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Abby Jimenez? Abby Jimenez? Yeah, Ali Hazelwood and Abby Jimenez. I thought I just called them both Abby. Anyways, Yours Truly was also great. It was about two doctors and they're writing the love notes to each other. And I don't know, it was just like two very, it's like they give me all the little like giddy like hee hees, you know, <laughs> like the little. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so those those were both great reads and I'm out of my slump now. Uh, what about you? What have you been watching or reading? Wait, one second, were those on your TBR? Uh, n yes. They I were. just wanted to say TBR because there's a new term that I yeah, learned. Yeah, are you still like in like Wait, is 10? it TRB? No, it's TBR. To book read. <laughs> <laughs> to be read. To be read. To be read. <laughs> I totally to forgot. What have you been watching or reading? I've been watching. So I watched, I can't even remember what I watched while I was on my trip. But uh, we watched, a, oh, I remember. We watched, um, well, we were in Rome. At one point, you watched the Lizzie McGuire watched... movie, obviously. <laughs> and it was the opposite of Lizzie McGuire movie. It was the uh, Tom Hanks stuff. What is that? Da Vinci the, Code. The, the whole trilogy. The whole trilogy of those. Oh, that's good, actually. Because we're like, the Whoa, Tom we've been there. Hanks we went there. Stuff. You know, I you couldn't. Know. It was my first time actually watching those movies. Oh, wow. So it was kind of cool to go through and watch those. But it was a little dark. So when I came back, I've just been watching a Crave. Uh, Nathan, for you, catching up. Do you ever watch it? No. Okay, Nathan Fielder comedian canadian comedian from out west he was also the guy did i plug it on this podcast the rehearsal show on hbo yeah you talked about amazing. this amazing so anyway nathan for you is like his his original show it's just oh, okay. so funny and that's on crave yeah okay bomb. yeah uh and finally what are we listening to oh sarah <laughs> I, I can't i can't remember off the top of my head because i've just started listening to this uh if it's on Jacob's Songs of the Summer, but if it's not, it's going to be on in the next about 10 seconds. Troy Sivan, who I took Sivan. in... Sivan. Sivan, sorry. <laughs> Troy Sivan, who I took in my... Uh, Hotmail pop star draft. pop star draft. Correct. And I thought it was a steal. Came out with a banger. Yeah, he only has bangers. Called Rush. Uh, did I drive back from a soccer game last night at 11 p.m. driving through downtown Toronto with the windows down with that blaring on repeat? Yes, I did. Is there traffic on Adelaide Street that made it a really long trip that <laughs> I was driving really slowly and like probably annoying everyone that I was driving past? Yeah. Yes. So you could say the traffic on Adelaide was not in a rush? They were all... Oh, Thanks. That's good. Thanks. That's I'll good. be here all week. What um, are you listening to, Sarah? Um, 
to surprise to nobody, I've been listening to Speak Now, Taylor's version. I was not a Speak Now girly. It was a little bit ahead of my time almost. Like I I liked it. I didn't like I wasn't like obsessed with it. I was only like 14. Did you have any now. experience with bullies? I mean, oh, well, Mean's the only one that like really was like what yeah. spoke to me. Actually, one of my first tweets ever 13 years ago was me tweeting, um, I just really relate to the song Mean by Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> And then everyone always jokes. Didn't we all? I have a few friends that joke that that song is like my life story arc. It's like someday I'll be living in a big old city. Anyways, anyways, getting off track. <laughs> I've been listening specifically to the vault tracks because that's like the exciting part for me, right? All yeah, the new music. Yeah. So uh, my favorite vault track is called Foolish One. It kind of feels like a personal attack on me, but all of the vault tracks feel very, like sometimes for vault tracks, I would go, did you really write this during that era? Of the, like, I don't believe mm. it. These ones like sound like an 18 year old wrote it like it sounds like she wrote them properly during that time so i've just mostly those vault tracks and if you have to let me know what one's your favorite when emma falls in love is also great because it's about emma stone you know emma stone like who did she fall in love with uh, andrew garfield duh oh classic classic do you see that tiktok of the two of them looking at each other when she won the oscar yeah uh, they're like heartbreaking they're like lovers in another lifetime <laughs> Today we're joined by Shabazz and Daniel, two of the co-hosts of The Movie Podcast, which breaks down the biggest in entertainment and they interview the biggest stars and share their opinions on what you should be watching. Now, before we get into it, since we are talking all things film today, I did want to start off by saying that we fully support SAG, AFTRA, and the writer strikes that are currently happening in entertainment. Unions are so important for supporting these creatives and ensuring that they can be fairly compensated for their art and make a living wage. These conversations have been a long time coming and we stand with all of those striking for their rights. With that being said, I love talking movies and I'm so excited to have you guys here. Thank you guys for coming on Talking Fast. Oh my gosh, we're honored to be here. So we were just talking about how you guys are like in the middle, it's like blockbuster summer season, right? Mm. So after this, you guys are going to watch Barbie. You have Oppenheimer later this week. And so some of the biggest movies that are going to be up the year, when did it change for you guys that you were starting to get invited to like these big hotshot like previews and screenings? And was that like a big pinch you moment? Yeah, I think one of the first ones we got invited to, I mean, during the pandemic was Snake Eyes, right? Yeah, like G.I. Joe movie. G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it, it, Henry Golding, super handsome guy. And we're like, oh, okay, cool. And it was like one of our first films. And we got there. We were just so excited to just be there. And again, it's in the midst of the pandemic. So maybe only like five press people are there. Mm. But it, it was cool. It was it was literally a pinch me moment. Like, it doesn't matter how big or small the movie is the fact that we're there to be in the same room is is an honor yeah and it was cool because like you said there was only like five people in the room so whenever we do have press screenings and it's not like a full house mm -hmm. uh, anytime we do go see a movie like in a at a regular screening now it's like oh there's so many people here you get you turn snobby so fast <laughs> so many phones you know around. like oh what is going on here no no but it's an honor to to be included because obviously it's a it's not a large group of people that get invited mm -hmm. to those things so it's it's a responsibility that we have to we don't take lightly for yeah. sure okay but we have have to know before we get started like how did you get the name the movie podcast because like 
the fact that that wasn't already taken Huge is the snack. most shocking yeah. thing on the planet. Some people had to die. Yeah, to get oh, okay. we can't. As uh, they should. We as can't just should. close yes. that yet. Yeah. No, but I, I honestly think it was just one of those things that was so obvious that even mm. in our first episode that we were recording, we were just called a movie podcast, and we're just like, no, let's. It's no. the movie podcast. The. So mm. our, our our another co-host Anthony's like, no, we're the movie podcast. We're going to be the movie podcast, and luckily enough, it was available in all social media handles. So we scooped it up. That's wild. I love, I love the decisiveness. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Making it the... Okay, so I just threw out some of the most anticipated films. I'm seeing Barbie tomorrow, and I'm very excited about it. Um, so what are your most anticipated films that are coming up? Maybe this summer we can start with. <sighs> Man, I you mean... You can do the full year, though, if you want. I mean, Barbie was the big one for us. I think the last mm. year building up to Barbenheimer with Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> so it's it's amazing that we're finally in this, you know, this hallowed week that we've been waiting for. So mm-hmm. those are definitely, the, I think, the biggest two that we've been looking forward to. Mission Impossible was obviously another big one for us that we were looking forward to and loved and, and were watched. Were you guys there last week when Tom oh. was there, when he showed up? We weren't at that screening. We we had seen it, oh. uh, we had seen it uh, about a, a week before that. Oh, even earlier. Yeah. We were too exclusive. So we, <laughs> so we, we were doing, uh, again, this is pre, uh, this is pre the strike. So we were talking with uh, Henry Cherney, who is making mm-hmm. his return after you know, almost 30 years. Uh, but yeah, just like you said at the top of the show, like there would be no movie podcast without writers and the actors who bring you know mm-hmm. their words to life so we we're full support of them as well too but uh yeah it was it was one of those things that we saw it we we fell in love with that movie and then yeah it's just great that we're in a post-mission world but there's so post-mission many movies this world. year yeah, i mean we were looking at um teenage mutant ninja turtles coming mm. out i mean oh, animations at this point where we just mm-hmm. got spider-verse and that really pushed the boundary and if you've seen the trailer for uh turtles it looks like it's going to push the animation boundary once more. So yeah. that's oh, where that's I think nice. it's going to be really, really fun and really cool. And it's an August film. August is a little bit quieter this mm-hmm. year. So see what happens. Yeah. Have there also been some sleeper movies? Because we also live in this world where, you know, blockbusters obviously dominate the conversation a lot of the times. But you guys are, are people that have probably seen a ton of movies definitely more movies than most people are there like some some that are like black sheep that maybe not a lot of people have seen that you would maybe recommend like or? i'm thinking like the everything everywhere all at once of this year because like year? last year they came out like what it came out in like february right yeah like pretty february, early. March, yeah. and then it wasn't until they got the big award seasons push so are there any sleeper picks like that right honestly now? i think the biggest one for us and it's it's fitting that it's canadian as well too is blackberry yeah. i think blackberry's uh, it's a I've huge film so many good things we've it's the performance in it are incredible matt johnson who you know we love from you know obviously nirvana the band the show yeah. and you know now, now he's doing this incredible beautiful movie that we got to watch and just fall in love with and it's really finding its audience i think in the states and here in canada especially and it's it's an important story i think to tell as mm-hmm. well too because it's not a happy ending but it's still a story that you want to experience and go on the journey with these characters there's right? a lot of buzz with glenn howerton you know, yeah from always sunny mm-hmm. he's, he's in this film playing jim basili and his performance is fantastic and we're not used to seeing him outside of that always sunny frame so i mean he killed it and yeah. it's a lot of oscar talk so i'm sure Come that time, we'll see something. Oh, that's Which exciting. is also kind of wild, too, because it's it's a little bit more rare, right, for a Canadian film to mm-hmm. kind of cross borders and get that kind of buzz, yeah. too. Definitely. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't, it rarely happens. So <laughs> the fact that we're seeing it happen, and obviously Glenn, who Shay spoke about, who is just incredible in the movie, and I think Matt, mm-hmm. who is 
directed it and he's also starring in it. And then Jay Baruchel, who's just no popular mechanics for kids <laughs> life, you know? Yeah. So well, 100%. It's a deep cut. It's a deep Canadian cut, but we love it. We love, love it here. It. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him on uh, Last One Laughing. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. LOL. Yeah. yeah. That was cool. great. Yeah. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So what is uh, the best movie you've watched so far this year? Oh, man. It's, it's going to have to be uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It has <gasps> yeah. to be. Yeah. That movie, I think we've seen it's, it is six. It, it's, so it's just as good as the first one. Better. Yeah, better. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's a bold statement. It's I know. a bold statement, but it somehow does the impossible and surpasses yeah. the first one, I which is seen it yet. we've yeah. seen it six times now, and yeah. I think each time we've seen. Wait, it, are you being sarcastic? No, no, you actually no. Wow. It we, we sometimes we've seen it six times in theaters. Yeah, and I think that's the weird balance that we try and find. Sometimes <laughs> that we watch movies for a living, but we also like watching them for enjoyment too. Yeah. So yeah. we're like, yeah, let's just let's just go watch it. Let's I'm just like, go. hey man, you free right now? Yeah, let's go. Because we live like two minutes down the road from each other. So might as well go oh watch a God. movie. We'll spend too much time together. I was yeah. gonna say, how, many, how many movies do you think you watch a week? Oh, man. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Like for, pro I would say like at least 10. At least 10. At least 10. You yeah. guys need those like Cineplex black cards that are like. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a scene card since 2007 and it has done nothing else for me. Uh, like, I get popcorn sometimes. What's the best movie you've seen this year? This year? Ooh, a little on the spot. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. Think you gotta go into your letterbox right away. You I give know. a letterbox you know account. What? I don't. I don't. Oh, you don't. don't. You have to get a letterbox That's account. That's shocking to me. I should, because I should categorize things. That's good. Just making lists of yeah. like what to watch. Like I'll just add yes. things. I'm like, I need to watch this so, so I can remember because I forget everything. I'm blanking. Yeah. I'm gonna have to come back to it. I haven't seen Barbie yet, but by the time this podcast goes out, You're I will have declaring? seen Barbie. So yeah, it's the best one. I'll just declare it now. Um, because you know what? I spent my entire day watching Barbie Ryan Gosling interviews because he's oh. like just playing the character of Ken in all of these interviews. And it is, if he's that good in these like GQ like mm -hmm. interviews and all of that, I can just only imagine the movie he's going to be that much better. Yeah, he's just Kenning all over yeah. the place. Thank God yeah. he's Canadian, you know? I know. Oh, he, cool. does, he just. He gives off London, Ontario, like, <laughs> you know? and it's yeah. so funny. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, you're just like a dude from London, Ontario. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. We love. I that. love that. Yeah, I think Barbie. I think this week especially because, like, like we said, this it's been the week that everyone's been mm -hmm. looking forward to. I think Barbie and Oppenheimer are going to go to a lot of the top of people's lists this year. Yeah, yeah. I think my most one of my most anticipated is Dune Part Two <gasps> for me. Yeah. I love you know Dune Part I, One. I just watched Dune. Why'd you watch on the plane? Last night. Oh, no, you watched it last night? No, okay. It's not a good plane movie. Not a great no. plane movie. No. <laughs> it wouldn't have been, no. no. Did you like it? I did, yeah. yeah. I saw yeah, it, wow. I saw it like an IMAX. It was one of those ones where I went with a big group of friends. Mm -hmm. and like, there's nothing I love more after the movie than the post-movie walk back to, like, we all live in the same area, like mm. back to our apartments and you just like debrief. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah. Best feeling. The entire, that's my favorite part about going to the movies. So that was just one that's like drilled in my brain of like, we all took something different. It was like a packed theater. Yeah. It was one of my first like post-COVID movies that I went to go see. I, I wish I had seen it in theater if only for the sound. Oh, well. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this score is amazing. The sound's amazing. Yeah. 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 Canadian director, like, which is really Oh, fun. really? Yeah. yeah. From Montreal. Yeah. 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 Denny. Okay. And also, uh, yeah, I think my ears, I think I did permanent damage watching it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Because yeah, it was just true. the vibrations. I'm like, are we watching this in D-Box right now? It's like, it no, it's just how loud it was. The movie hadn't even started. It was just the IMAX countdown. And then it's like the that was like Top Gun for me. Yeah, gosh. I think I blew my ears out watching that. Yeah, I felt like I was on the jet when I was watching Essentially. And then there's also like Wonka comes out at Christmas time. The trailer just dropped for that. I saw with Timothy Chalamet. Big Timmy year. Big Timmy year. Yeah, big Timmy year. We love a big Timmy It's going to be a big Timmy year. Do you know what's so funny though? Is like we were talking about how it's like it's either someone doesn't have a movie or it's like you have three in one year. Like Florence Pugh might be the like 
a great example of this because she always has like like multiple movies in one year and she's already dressed like everyone kept joking she was dressed like the bomb like the bomb at the <laughs> premiere yeah because she had like the red fiery hair yeah, yeah it was great yeah. It was a big timmy year yeah but apparently zendaya slays in dune too so oh yeah that's it's her movie for sure and yeah. it's a big zendaya year she has another what's another movie coming out that she has the the, the tennis one right? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the love triangle Lula, 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 yeah from Gordy. call me by your name yes yeah challengers challengers challengers, challengers yeah, yeah. i want to say yeah. she's got that really one good. yeah it looks great it looks really good it's a big one for my up-and-coming little babies and the ones that were all in my favorite movie little women oh. like Florence oh. Pugh and yeah yeah what a great version I and mean, Greta I mean Greta's just oh my god I love Greta Greta as well we so her. I've been watching all day long yeah. I'm so excited I was yeah. more excited for Barbie just because of that everyone's like is it going to be worth the hype and I go Greta I trust it's in Greta Gerwig. Trust, yeah. trust in Greta. Trust in Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Yes. It's <laughs> in her hand. Hashtag trust in Greta. So I just like spoiled one of my favorite movies of all time, 2019 Greta Gerwig version of Little Women. I want to know like what are some movies that, and one of actually our listeners asked that you guys could watch a hundred times and never get sick of. I mean, oh Spider-Verse you've watched eight times already and you're yeah. like, so it might be up there, but what's something you've watched a hundred times? There's a film that Danny and I bond over a lot and we hadn't watched it in a few years and I, and I kid you not, we would watch it once a month if not. And then we hadn't watched it in about two years, and it was it was the town by Ben Affleck. Oh, it's yeah. such an interesting choice, but it's yeah. it's such a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, that is such a boy movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it there is. are movies that are for yeah. the boys and for the girls, that's, and that's, that's that is for the boys. What a girl wants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the balance. This is two similar it films. It really exposes when like Letterbox does the like four favorite films. Oh and yeah. I go and it's like such boy movies and such girl movies. Yeah. Effect, but that's such a boy movie. It is. It is. It is. Movie, I also love like Twenty One Jump Street is another yep. movie like the. It's just so funny. Twenty One times. Yeah. Yes, 21, 21 times. I'm working on 21. <laughs> yeah. I saw 22 Jump Street before as a 21 Jump Street. Interesting. Were you just choice? No, I went to on a date and the guy's like, we're going to go see 22 Jump Street. I go, okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> sure. I didn't see the first 21 um, of these movies. But, but. but I, you didn't need to see, I remember like laughing. I was like, oh, you didn't need to see the first one. It's yeah. still funny. Yeah, and, they, and they make fun yeah. of the first one. It's like, yeah, it's the same thing where it's, it's like, but we're just show. doing it differently. Exactly, yeah. just yeah. slightly different. Okay, so Mission Impossible also had a, just a, kind of a disappointing weekend. Is that right? I heard it. Yeah, I think it, I think we'll have good legs because yeah. usually like movies like that will make their money mm -hmm. in the long run. But so this is what I want to ask you guys: your thoughts on like the whole IMAX debacle between oh, Oppenheimer <laughs> taking over all the screens and Mission Impossible and Tom Cruise not being very yeah. happy with that. Look, I mean, we we loved seeing the movie in IMAX. You saw it twice in IMAX. I think you saw it three times in IMAX. Yeah, and it's a great film for IMAX for sure. But it doesn't utilize that full IMAX landscape, okay. so it's mm. not that big of a deal if this movie doesn't get that IMAX treatment. I mean, Oppenheimer is made for it. Yeah. That it could be six months in IMAX for all I care. But if you know Tom Cruise doesn't get it, it sucks, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, and I mean, like, these dates are also set, like, so a year in advance. advance. So it's like you, and Mission Impossible has, like, ping-ponged around for the last two years because of the pandemic. So, like, they kind of worked themselves into that corner, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. that's a thing. And they can always do a re-release, and they usually do. They'll come back, like Top Gun did it, where it's like, Six months after the film came out, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna do another week in IMAX." Mm -hmm. and yeah, I can see Mission Impossible doing that for sure. For our listeners that maybe aren't like movie junkies, do you guys want to explain maybe the difference of the IMAX experience versus just buying a regular movie ticket? Sure. Yeah, I mean, like the, the biggest thing with IMAX is that uh, when you're when you're at a traditional movie theater screen, it is taking up the entire screen top to bottom, mm -hmm. and the aspect ratio. Normally, when we have like a TV, it will like fill the screen or we'll have black bars. IMAX is like almost like a looks closer to like a square mm. and there is so much more room like at the top of the frame at the bottom of the frame so if you're watching something like Oppenheimer it is like you are in that scene and it takes up your entire peripheral vision oh, 
okay. so that will be like it, it makes it a really cool experience watching a movie that way because it, it's like all you see is the movie which is, is which is really screen? cool it doesn't like distract your eyes or pull them out to no see like black bars yeah because it's not it's not like more gimmicky like you know screen x or screen x is when they project it like on the yeah, walls, on the walls. Right. yeah which is which is cool too but it's like imax is like it's just like that's all you see is this movie which is a really, really, cool. really good example of it is if you go back to watching mission impossible ghost protocol there's a scene where they're climbing across the burj um in dubai yeah in dubai yeah. before that it's it the black bars are there with imax and then once the imax sequence kicks in it kind of just pulls you out of the frame oh. and it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. So you kind of really get immersed. So there's a big difference. But from what I understand, Oppenheimer is just three hours, nine seconds of that. Right. Wow. Yeah. Just full. Just full. It's a screen. long movie. Yeah. It's a long movie. Nine stage. seconds is where it loses me. Right? Yeah. Three like, uh, nine seconds too long. Hey, okay, I have a bone to pick. When do we start deciding the movies were going to be over three no. hours long? <laughs> it is insane. It. You go it's... to a, no, you go to a play or a musical or something, and it's three hours long, but you get an intermission mm -hmm. you get a break bring back intermissions at the movie theater it used to be a thing back in the olden days they would stop the little reel and they would like have an intermission and then let people go pee so they wouldn't miss any of the movie three hours is insane i sat through avatar for three hours i go what is happening like, there's I too much like water on screen i have to go yeah. pee yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but, but like three hours is insane it's a lot yeah it's a long time yeah you just have to go see it twice and and i just this is, you see two minutes of it i just missed two minutes being in the washroom Please. You, you're telling me that you think every movie that is three hours long now can, you know, needs to be three hours. I, I literally, as a producer, sit there and go, cut, cut, cut. cut. I can cut 45 yeah, minutes off for this me, for you. This is going to be no surprise to anyone who's listened to this podcast is because it's great snack eating time. Oh and if I have, it three, is great snack if I have time. three different snacks, yep. hour one is one snack, hour two is the next. That is hour three. Where do you, where do you start, yeah, though? Yeah, where, where do you start? We start a popcorn. Okay, okay, you start a popcorn to get the experience of the theater, get the smells going, get the extra butter, Do you put anything in your popcorn? Yeah. I don't mix. I don't mix. <gasps> I know. We keep it separate, eh? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys, I'm a big popcorn. And I love putting M&M's in I'm, I'm popcorn. the same way. Yeah. M&M's and popcorn has been like... And I respect the that. The TikTok audience yeah. knows yeah. popcorn M&M's is like, I make it at home. It's like my yeah. go-to yeah. it, it is fantastic, though. Okay, what's the go-to candy then at the theater or the <sighs> snack? Uh, yeah. You know what? For a couple years, 2012, 2015, it was Fuzzy Peaches. Mm -hmm. oh. And now it's been Skittles. Okay. Because they brought back Lime Skittles. And that was. Do they the, not make a crunch? I guess they don't really. Eh? If you're. Well, yeah, I, I also I, I have respectful chew. I, I <laughs> when I'm mindful of yeah. your chewing, action yeah. sequence. Yeah. Those lime skittles are going. I, I, there I'm, goes. Just, I'm sucking on it until it's like dry enough to just eat. You know? Something I like do in the words, I'll just like silence over sand. You're not going to be able to like be <laughs> yeah. mowing down on lime yeah. skittles. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Definitely what about not. you? What's your candy of choice? Oh, man, I'm I'm just like old fashioned. Give me M and M's. Give me my popcorn. That's all I care about too. And then a big diet coke. Oh yeah, diet coke is the only way to go. You give me a freestyle machine. I could like choose my own oh, drinks, yeah. diet, Ooh, uh, lime, lime, Coke? peach, whatever you want to do, oh, just mix delicious. it all up. I'm a menace with those machines. Yeah. I go in and I probably put in five or six. Yeah, 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 why not? Or do yeah. you just try it? Just because like it's yeah, it's there. Yeah. I'm like Picasso with that thing. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. pouring different drinks. We're gonna paint right now with drinks. It's a it's a chemical reaction at a certain point. I love it. Yeah. So one of the things you guys have gotten to do a lot over the past year is more press junkets mm -hmm. and interviewing um, actors, directors. Um, so I'm sure as like movie fans, that's like a just very like surreal, exciting thing. But what is like one of your most memorable or like pinch me moments so far from getting to do some junkets? Oh man, you know, it, it's fun because like we've, we've gone to do, we started doing more virtual junkets at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So we'd just be sitting in our studio talking to somebody over Zoom. 
which you still get like the butterflies and the antsiness, yeah. but you you kind of work with that. Like I, I we love that feeling, right? Because yeah, it, it means you care. You know, you you go to it, right? But it's not till we really start to do in person interviews, and I think we're, we were lucky enough to do some in London this year yep. for Citadel, and we were just sitting in a room with like Priyanka Chopra, and we we're just like, that's Priyanka Chopra. The Russo that's, that's crazy. Or yeah. the Russo brothers who directed like the the Avengers films, the most recent ones, and it was just like. This is crazy that we get to sit here and like just talk to you, not only about like what you just created, but also about just how much love we have for what you got to do before, yeah. right? A big, a big one for us, you know, for TIFF last year was uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, uh, he just yeah. kind of walked in and was super chill and just sat down with us at the table, and we had a great time with him. Mm -hmm. He is exactly what you want, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oscar winner Brendan Fraser yeah. makes me so happy. Yeah. I know that's he, a good sentence. He was wonderful. Oscar. Yeah, he just he just like he has this way of looking you in the eye, and I'm just like, you know every se secret about me now. <laughs> like he just he just he made you feel important. Yeah, he, he does. Your soul. He just yeah. sees you. It's it was a okay, beautiful moment. It was like your dream interview that you guys would want to talk to. Then. <sighs> We kind of we kind of did our dream interview recently. One of them, yeah, one of them. With, um, we spoke to Phil Lord and Chris Miller, who were the ones behind the Spider Verse films. And oh, sorry, twenty-one. Oh, pick up the phone. Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah, they're calling right now. Uh, and the twenty-one and twenty-two Drama Street, they did that too. Uh, oh, wow. But obviously, Ryan Gosling. I mean, yep. we're we're already talking about Barbie. Mm -hmm. I mean, he'd be Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah, yeah. Tom, why do you love almost killing yourself? He, he making does movies? hate Toronto traffic, though. So yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. He we said all that? do. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. He has something against the Toronto traffic. I mean, who doesn't? Who really? doesn't? But I yeah. have it. We yeah. all do. Yeah. Maybe that's the next stunt for him. Though. Yeah. <laughs> He's just gonna like being jump on the four hundred one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just a big jump yeah. in the four hundred one straight to the. He's garden. just stuck yeah. on Jarvis, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. He should have been the one doing the man from Toronto then. Yeah. Yeah. It would have made um, scaling down the side of the CBC. They did that in that movie. Oh, yeah. 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 I never saw that movie. I just I didn't watch the movie either. I watched them film it though when I was at work. Did the scene make it? The whole movie's called Man from Toronto, but and shoots in Toronto, but. They never say it's Toronto. Weird, yeah. right? It's very strange. It's very, yeah, yeah. it's like a little like inception. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, definitely like those would be amazing. Yeah, I, I, so. I'm just like in a, in a mindset of Barbie now, so I'm just thinking of everyone Margot in the castle. Margot Robbie would be really Margot cool. Margot Robbie would be amazing. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people that'd be just on the list. Yeah, but, but anytime we get to do it, it's just like, this is amazing. Like it's sometimes you just forget what you're doing and you're just like, I'm just talking to this person right now. This yeah. is really cool. That's so cool. It really humanizes it. Yeah. Takes them off the screen and just into your life yeah and yeah. i think that you can really i'm just going to give you guys a compliment now because this is like something that you can pick up on when you watch or listen to any of your content because sometimes you'll get the classic junket style reporter who's going in to get the sound bite yeah. it's clear that you guys love movies <laughs> and being and appreciate the ability to talk to these mm -hmm. that translates for sure yeah i think the biggest compliment we've gotten sometimes where it's like we will usually get the rap cue and we haven't gotten it. And they're like, no, we were just enjoying the conversation. So we're letting you go. We're like, oh, oh thank you. Yeah. That's so kind of you. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we, we've been yeah. really lucky to meet some really cool people and some really nice people too. in, in these experiences, because again, it's such a short amount of time sometimes. So you never really know how people are going to be in there answering a lot of the same questions mm -hmm. as well too. So you always want to keep it fresh. You guys know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have a strategy yeah. for, for breaking the ice? Uh, we just start to make fun of ourselves or them. I think that kind of always goes well. Like if there's an awkward moment in the queue, I think we, we were doing an interview in person with Charlie Hunnam and he was a little just serious at first. And then we started just joking. I'm like, Charlie, you're always in Toronto. Why do you love the city so much? And then from there, I'm like, like it's just, it's, it's Toronto. What do you like about it? And then from there, he just kind of opened up. He's like, well, everything's named after places in England. And then from there, we just kind of joked around and yeah. had a great time because yeah, once you start to kind of just joke around with them, I think they kind of go, okay, these guys, these guys are fun. Yeah. I never knew until like probably, it's so embarrassing, like a year ago that 
in the press junkets that the reporters or like the interviewers are the ones that swap out the chairs and that the the like I always pictured if it's like Margot Robbie doing Barbie promo that she's hopping around to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go I next mean, room. No, yeah. do you want to know why? Because did you ever watch um, Notting Hill? Because in Notting Hill, when she's yes. doing the press interviews, she's walking around yeah. to each different. That's thing. true. Like sometimes they do two. Like they'll run two hotel rooms. They, they uh, so side. they kind of do do that. You're right. Where um, if, for example, let's just say we had Priyanka Chopra, Jonas on our show, she was by herself. But then the next hour, she had with um, Richard Madden. Richard Madden. So yeah. she had to move to another room. Yeah, okay. okay. So there is kind of that element there, but it's yeah. it's not as. But it's you guys swapping out with like other. Yeah. yeah, with with other press coming in and out and. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really funny too because a lot of the times, like with Priyanka, like the room we went into, we had to like, <laughs> it's almost like we were sitting on the floor in the this interview. Is like it looks five times the size. Yeah, it looks like we're yeah. in a huge space, but you're actually like in a little tent with some of them just because yeah. the lighting and all like the reflectors so they have like up. Knees are almost touching them. Yeah, when like sitting there. Okay, that's kind yeah. of fun. The, the other funny thing then with breaking the ice is yeah. you're like in this most uncomfortable yeah. environment, trying yeah. to get the most comfortable responses. <laughs> Self awareness is there. Yeah, I mean, I told yeah. when we were doing that junket too. I accidentally I went to say I love this but I told the person we were interviewing I love you and <laughs> everyone in the room just stopped and was dying of laughter and there I was just six people in that room yeah. just laughing so hard and I was just trying to continue through oh, but sometimes good. sometimes those moments just get the better of you but you just roll with it I think those are the things though that like everyone looks for now like the generic questions are not the ones that like go viral or no. get the clicks right it's like making someone break or making someone laugh or yeah, like yeah. any of those moments. Do you have any other moments like that? <sighs> Man, we only have, I mean, we like, we're talking about like Ted Lasso earlier, but like yeah. we were talking to Brett Goldstein, which we absolutely <gasps> love. You got to talk to Brett Goldstein? <laughs> yeah. We got to Roy Kent asked, himself. We asked him to give if us If anyone most... from Apple listens to the podcast, <laughs> I would like to talk to Brett Goldstein. Actually, yeah. no, I would like to talk to Jason Sudeikis. Oh, oh Thank yeah. you so much. That'd be great too. It's my celebrity crush. That was a fun, that was that a fun was, moment. We yeah. just asked him to give us the most Roy Kent FU that he possibly he could to us and he did and it was he like he zoned in you did got the, blessed uh, you got like yeah Christian. we did it, it felt like i was baptized again yes yeah i really did oh my God. Yeah. yeah it was great yeah he, he was really cool and it's funny because like i'm we're so used to seeing him as roy kent so when you're yeah. hearing him talk he's just his voice is higher like he's just such like a lovely person yeah and then he's like oh do you want me to do you want me to do it as uh as me or as roy and then he just went like to that oscar the grouch mode he's yeah. just like yeah and he said no, i'm like, curious it, what it, great. it would sound like from him only yeah it, i feel like it would sound more insulting for yeah, him probably. if anything yeah, yeah. yeah. as roy yeah. kent i'm like oh we deserve that yeah, yeah. we deserve that yeah <laughs> oh my god i can't believe you guys got to talk to roy kent yeah i'm so jealous. he was he was lovely he was absolutely he was lovely. fantastic okay yeah. good i'm glad to hear that yeah well, so we have one final question for you. Jacob wrote it. I didn't. I would have never made you pick between these two, but it's all his fault. So I will I'm let him. Oh I will let him tee it up. Well, I mean, this, so oh, this, this is weekend. coming. This is coming out the, a couple of days before these movies come out, and I know that you need to fully experience them. But if right. you have to choose one, knowing what you know now, to go and see this weekend, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Oh, oh man, it's so hard not having seen them yet. I think I think I think with, with Oppenheimer, you're gonna get this really cool theatrical experience, and with Barbie, you're gonna get that perfect summer film. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get that movie that's gonna make you feel just so good inside. Whereas Oppenheimer is probably gonna burn the inside of you. So <laughs> yeah, it's really up to you. How yeah, you I think I, I think if you had to choose one this weekend, as as, as much as we love Christopher Nolan, I, I think people want to be happy during the summer. So yeah. yeah, Barbie, how could you get more of a summer movie than that? Yeah. So. Thank you. It's all fun in the sun. Yeah. Barbie. And I feel like it's going to be like a pop culture 
like moment. Like, yeah. I'm just yeah. going to be referencing it. And if you don't go see it like ASAP, like I feel like I'm going to miss out on all 100%. the memes. It's yes. an episode stuff. of the show Recess where they don't get to go see that movie that one weekend. So that's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> deep cut. Deep oh, cut. Recess. Yeah. There's been a couple deep cuts. I like <laughs> Yeah. <this>. I like <laughs> it. And realistically, probably just go see both of them. Yeah. For a couple of days. Just, just make sure you see, yeah, just yeah. see Oppenheimer first so you could watch Barbie and then be happy again. Yeah. You know what? You know? Yeah, that's a good. I, yeah. was, I was trying to find a drive-in that was playing them one. It's not happening. It's not happening. Wow. That's such a miss. No, opportunity for sure. they've been stacking them oh what are they putting with it i forget but they're separated at all the drive-ins well it's be- i i mean as someone that like like look i love films like that's why i'll go see oppenheimer and i'm big on like going to see like oscar nominated mm-hmm. but like majority of people i know who want to go see barbie are not interested in seeing oppenheimer like they're only interested right. in one or yeah. the other right, right. so i yeah. think it truly is like a it makes sense that they would yeah. separate them, but missed opportunity. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for making the time to come on here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We it's a we're honored to be we'll here. We'll have so to bring you back around like Oscar season. Yes. We'll do a whole deep dive. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. This yeah, is amazing. Absolutely. We love what you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. Um, every episode we what we have people on, we let you have a moment to plug yourself or say a message to the audience, and that is your camera right there. So do as you wish. Your final send off. Perfect. So you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, threads, wherever social media is still around at this point, <laughs> uh, at DBAPS. And of course, please follow at the movie podcast on wherever you listen to us, because that is our name. We somehow got it. We, it was available and it's ours. Yeah. You can follow me at Shaybaz, S-H-A-Y-H-B-A-Z on every single social media that's out there. <laughs>
On your flight to London? On a flight to London <gasps> to kick things off. And oh, then I went out that night and stayed out until like 2.30. That's 30. <laughs> rough. What a way to cap, like, get against the jet lag I there. know. Well, that's a good tip though. It's like prioritize so, sleep. So prioritize sleep. I maybe wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't do what Jacob did and not sleep. Yeah, I'd make sure you get sleep. Make sure that you just like prioritize yourself and making sure you have little pockets because you like burning out and getting sick is inevitable. Um, I'm also, I like like to have like the vitamin C packets that you put in water and stuff. Smart. Those like yeah. emergency, I think it's called. Yeah. Those ones I could just like constantly have, but yeah, just make sure you give yourself moments of rest. And knowing if you're on like a long trip, this is one thing that I did too, is like knowing when to tap out for the day. Yes. Like, you know what? Let's cancel this dinner. Let's yeah. leave this party a little earlier. Exactly. Uh, just because you have like, it, like we left a rave. We were at a rave. It was a real <laughs> rave, but like. Well, weren't you guys at Boiler Room? That's that's what it was. Yeah, that's kind uh, of a rave. Um, anyone not familiar? We were just dancing yeah. for like an entire from like 5 p.m. on and we're mm-hmm. like we tapped out at, at 10 30 I think yeah we're like you know what let's just go to sleep and it's about not feeling like you're wasting time if you do that too right? yeah because so then we're like, like okay the next day we're you're more energized good. we're exactly. walking around the city we're not dead exactly yeah question number two for voicemail how do you get back into a routine after a trip so I'm trying to do that right now um I went right from like essentially two weeks of travel and then right into a concert yesterday so like I'm today's my first day of like getting back into a routine I am training for a half marathon and I haven't ran in two and a half weeks so there's like yes. lots of things that I'm trying to like get back into um I just give myself a little grace with it so like yesterday I didn't force myself to like do anything I just like listen to my body um but yeah I I usually have a goal once I'm back from travel to like eat at home for an entire week and um try and do like at least one of my little routines each night so like tonight I'll go for a run when I get back and probably start editing the podcast and that's like part of my routine I'll tap out at like 10 p.m and go to bed early um and I just slowly get back into a routine from there but my life is never really in a routine so I don't I try my best but it's tough yeah I think taking it slow is, yeah. is probably the best idea or for me at least as opposed to like trying to jump in and do everything perfectly like oh let me get my workout in let me do this all in yeah. one day the first day back my first day back was was you know the sad pablo meme from like uh the yeah. pablo escobar show where he's just like sitting around like looking at stuff thinking about his life that was kind of me yeah. just being like well okay but i, I think i also need a little bit of a reset after a trip like that too. just because it's so go 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 you're stimulated all the time and then you come back and it's a little bit of a downer and you're like yeah. a little unsure a little uneasy that's me at least no i agree i think like taking a little bit of time after like travel i it takes me a while to get back into a full routine with it and then usually i'm on my next trip so then i derail myself again but yeah i i'm gonna try my best for the next like month to be in as much routine as i can before I do it all again, like I leave for Budapest in three and a half weeks, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other option too is to just like remain delusional and pretend you're still on the trip. What I was going to say though is everyone used to come to my TikTok and be like, how do you go to work right after vacation? Because I was never somebody that like would take the day off before I go back to work. I'd always right. like, I'd like try to maximize time off in a trip, right? So I would like work until, or be on the trip until like Sunday night and then I would work on Monday morning. This was my first trip in a long time that I came home on Saturday and I had all of Sunday off before going back to work Monday, game changer. Like a long weekend. Yeah. yeah, It was was so nice. It like really helps you get back into it. Cause I've done too many red eyes where I've literally taken my suitcase to the office and just gotten back and I'm never doing that again. No. And our third question of mailbag, how do you handle trips with friends? Who pays, who organizes, how do you handle money? This is a tough one. And it it, it depends on the friend group. It depends on everything. And it, and it can vary friend group to friend group mm-hmm. or like who you're traveling with if it's a lot of people if it's a few people for example 
I kind of default to to for whatever reason. I'm sure I talked about this with a therapist of like tossing my credit card. I'm the exact same way. I'm like, no, I'll pay for it. I'm the exact same way. But then also it depends on the group. So like I have two examples, right? I just came from a bachelorette party with a bunch of girls I didn't know. Yeah. And I was just on a group trip with all my friends I do know that I organized. So bachelorette parties can be a little tricky because it's... They can also be expensive. Yeah. We were very lucky that we were able to use our hashtag influence a bit and get a bunch of stuff comp for the girls which was lovely but I whenever I put money down for a trip or put money down for like um like this example we like surprised Julie with like this like limo bus thing that picked us up from the airport and I paid for it I put the credit card down I would have never done that if I couldn't afford to pay for the full thing because I can't assume that people are going to pay me back I actually always work under that assumption I get that too because I I, I don't want to I don't want to like assume that I'm going to be able to get money back from all these people so I just like put down thing and the other girls like the one girl picked up all the alcohol so it's like we're kind of even and like just yeah. like I was with a group of people that were doing that a lot more um and it just it varies whereas I've had ones where people do a split wise and then like I you try to split it I think that gets so complicated okay I had somebody a split wise from a trip that I was on literally the trip happened in September and I had a girl message me about it in March of this year no. and I go I I'm sorry. And how I much go, was it? Like, what like, was it? Uh, like, it was like over like $100. And I was like, I will just pay you the $100 to stop bothering me right now about this. Cause like, that's like that type of stuff. If you're going to do a split wise, you have to do it from day one. You have to like organize from the start. And then for me, this most recent trip, cause it was my cottage and like I organized it. What I did was my friends agreed, we like, let's just put everything on Sarah's credit card and then she'll just send us the mass split after. Yeah. So I put all alcohol, all food. In like the rental car on my credit card and then that way when i send them it's none of this like oh i and paid were you for guys this. doing like communal meals and yeah that's else. all we, like, we did communal communal yeah. meals except for when we went out for dinner then we would like get our separate, separate bills yeah. but communal meals and like hotel all of that so i just took it all in mine and then tomorrow when i go through my credit card statement i will just like divvy it up and like send everyone a number that's like whatever knows yeah. which makes it a lot easier and i think your point to like you you it, if you have expectations of what you want your trip to look like and you are okay paying for something knowing that it might not come back around, mm -hmm. but you want to experience that, for example, like the party bus yeah. or the bus to get you somewhere, uh, I think that that ends up being worth it. As long as you're also being, there's a little expectation, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be talked about, but that someone else is going to pick, pick up, up something a else, tab for or sure. they're going to go out and grab coffees for everyone. Exactly. Because, like, everyone has wildly different incomes, or sometimes they have wildly different incomes, and, like, someone grabbing coffees in the morning can be a massive help for, uh, just as someone, like, booking a for car sure. transfer or, or something or like Or, like, that. if, like, example, like, I picked up Naomi's dinner one night, like, from the restaurant, and then she went and picked up mine the next night, like... Is there probably like a $7 difference when we paid? Yes. But like, do we care? No, it's, I think it's just about being honest and open with those conversations with people. Um, I've been on trips though, where people are very like, we split everything down the middle. We do everything separate or we have separate bills for everything. And that's totally fine too. It's just a matter of making sure you're having those conversations, have them before you leave and make sure you know roughly what people want to spend. Cause nothing's worse than when you get somewhere and you both had drastically different views on what you want to spend on a trip and maybe yeah. I'm someone that loves to go out for nice dinners and like splurge and get cocktails and all that stuff and then maybe if your friend wants to just like pick up food from the grocery store like that's a very different experience so just make sure you have those conversations early on to that point avoid sharing a bill and going even at a restaurant no just ask for separate bills yeah other than in the United States of America, most places will do it. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talking Fast. I hope you really enjoyed our deep dive into summer blockbusters. We'll be back next week with yet another episode. We are back every Wednesday. We're back from vacation. We're going through till the end of the year. And we will see you then. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.